So over the past week the Australian government enforced something called the News Media Bargaining Code. It's a law that aims to tackle a long-standing problem between big tech platforms and news publishers. And before I get on with it I must say that this is a extremely complex topic and that is probably why you will not find just one person on the internet who can tell you everything about this. So I would really implore everybody to go and read as much as you can about this because the problem is not just complex it's also very important to understand. So what's the news media bargaining code? In general it's pretty simple. It's a law that tells big tech companies that's the platforms like Google, Facebook and others to pay news publishers for showing links on these platforms. It also directs the platforms to disclose any changes in news ranking algorithms to publishers within 28 days. 28 days before they are made. Except if they're in urgent public interest and that I am guessing will include things like the pandemic. For example, when the lockdown started, Google changed its algorithms to prioritize stories about COVID-19. And that seems legitimate. Now remember platforms are not being told to pay for clicks on news links. So they're not supposed to pay just because you clicked on a link created by me. They're supposed to pay just to show those links. Now of course this has a huge impact on news publishers. On the one hand it could enhance publishers revenues because with each of these deals on the one hand it could enhance publishers revenues because the way it works is The government is telling these platforms to strike commercial deals with news publishers. So they have to speak to news publishers and come up with a licensing fee to show these deals. The platform will come up with an amount, the news publisher will come up with an amount, and they have to reach a middle ground. And if they can't reach a middle ground, it goes into arbitration where the arbiter in question has to choose either of the amounts set by either the publisher or by the platform. Now that of course means that publishers can get a lot of money from the platforms which impacts their revenues. Having said that, it could also mean that platforms say that hey, I can't afford this, so I might as well not show news platform. But that could also mean that platforms say that hey, I can't afford this, so I will just not show news links on my platform. News publishers get a lot of traffic from Google and Facebook. So if these companies decide that they will not show links, that will actually lead to a drop in readership at least in the short term. And that in turn could again adversely affect their revenues. Case in point, when the law was being enforced, Google had struck deals with multiple publishers in Australia to pay them for showing links. On the other hand, Facebook decided that they will stop showing links altogether. So we can already see the diverging viewpoints here. Now this is not an arbitrary law. It does aim to solve a problem. And that problem is the fact that publishers worldwide have been strapped for cash. 
there have been mass media layoffs over the past few years journalists have lost their jobs a lot of my colleagues have lost their jobs and it is actually a problem publishers do need more money and readerships for newspapers and all have been dropping so it has become a problem but the question is whether this news media bargaining code really solves this problem and that is where this topic becomes really complex now in one sense of course it solves the problem publishers will get more money through licensing fee and that of course will help them but the law doesn't really tell news publishers to use this money to improve their reportage it doesn't tell them to spend this money to hire more reporters or produce better news and so on and so forth it sort of assumes that a news publisher will always use this money for the betterment of news except that news publishers don't only own news businesses they often own many other businesses and they could technically use the money for anything else right it also does not mitigate the impact of algorithms on news google facebook they all apply their algorithms on news that's how they decide what you should see and of course while these companies say these are tailored to your choices and all there are many experts who have argued that this is bad for publishing worldwide in fact one of the arguments against this law is that striking licensing deals will make these algorithms even more arbitrary because now that they're paying for these links they really aren't liable for how they show them and remember when a platform pays for something they have more incentive to make sure people see it and that is where yet another problem comes this law defines what kind of publishers can get such deals and that pretty much covers only the biggest publishers in the world which means that smaller platforms will lose out on such deals not only does that mean that all the money will go to the big publishers only and no matter how much money they get there the jobs are still going to be limited it also means that when a platform bans news on their service it affects the smaller publishers who end up losing out not just on the licensing fee but also on the traffic they could get from this so overarchingly it could actually have a very bad impact and that's not where this ends sharing links openly without the threat of copyright violation is actually a cornerstone of the open web i had done an episode on the splinternet a few weeks ago and i would really tell you to listen to that to understand the open web concept but in general the open web was how the internet was originally created where anybody could share anything and you could basically find the world's information without having trouble with countries borders google has correctly argued that putting such limitations would break the concept of the open web of course one could argue that google no longer is the open web but that doesn't negate this argument either and it's not just the fact that this is happening in australia australia has set an example for the rest of the world there are regulators in eu and other countries who have taken note many government employees have said that this is a good move and there is a threat that others might follow it in fact according to many lawyers the competition commission of india would need to see proof that big tech is predatory towards publishers and that may not be very difficult because in the online space both news publishers and big tech platforms are battling for digital media advertising which means that they do battle in the same market as a result the competition commission of india might come and check whether there are competition issues here 
We also have something called the Central Consumer Protection Authority which was formed in 2019 and if one could prove to them that big tech platforms are affecting consumer interests by how they deal with news then that authority could also intervene. But that's not really a solution. There's a saying that you can't fix with law what you broke with technology. The entire problem here is that for the longest time we used to look at news as coming from publishers. But today these big tech platforms have essentially become publishers. Yes, it's not like they employ people who sit and decide what you will write. These are algorithms that are doing it. But a decision is being made even if it's an automated decision. And many experts have argued that if you want a solution to this problem, then you must start right with yourself. And how do you do that? By not depending on platforms for news. Let me put it this way. When we were young, at least when I was young, I would see my father wake up every day and I would see him read the newspaper. And this was a newspaper of his choice. One day he decided that the newspaper he was reading was not good. So he called our newspaper man and he said, "Give me this other newspaper." He could do that. In the online world, what's happening is when you google something, when you look at news on Facebook, it is being affected by what your peers see it is also being affected by your own choices and these choices are not always choices that you make voluntarily so if i told you that the newspaper man who delivers newspaper to your house is only providing a certain kind of newspapers which may go against your interests would you still get your delivery from that man you probably wouldn't right there's also the fact that news is not really meant for entertainment it's meant for information when we were all in school we used to have current affairs classes current affairs and news in general is something that was a staple of growing up so we didn't really get a choice when it came to reading or not reading the news but somehow that has become a choice today as well and that choice is not just whether you read news or not that choice is how you read it what you read and how you share it in fact most internet analytics show that people get on websites but don't really read them average read times in india are around 30 to 40 seconds for each website and i'm sorry you can't really read an entire article in 30 seconds which pretty much shows us that even if people do click on links they share it very quickly instead of actually reading it So what if we did not depend on platforms to get our news? What if we just emulated that old concept of newspapers onto the web? It's pretty easy to do. All you need to do is just go directly to a publisher's website and treat it like a newspaper and find the news there. And remember, while Google and Facebook are the big platforms, the question here is whether you should depend on any platform to get news. So it doesn't matter which app you're using. Any app you're using is using some kind of algorithm and that algorithm is affecting what you see so in a lot of ways if central authorities are going to regulate this they will need help from the people because just saying google facebook etc need to pay publishers is not really the answer to this it would be much easier for regulators to regulate this if people were treating news as a staple rather than looking at it as just another thing that we see on the internet So that's it for today. I shall be back this very week with another segment where I take on some misconceptions about technology. Until then, tell me what you want me to cover. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at @undertecker.
Yes, you heard that right. It's U N D E R T E C H E R. Or you can write to me at podcast at hindustantimes.com. Talk to you next time. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.